is the Infinity Summit Group. Truth. Passion. Success. Infinity Summit Group. Um, once again, I'm Noah. I'm Xavier. Logan. Jesse. Today we're talking about the 12 Rules for Life and Antidote to Chaos by Jordan B. Peterson. As some would say, Papa Peterson. Papa Peterson. <laughs> I'm pretty excited for this one, actually. I've been uh, anticipating this one for a while. This is one Pretty we... much since inception of this group, right? Yeah. We were all like, okay, what books do we love? 12 Rules for Life. Yeah, that was probably the first principles. one that came to my mind. Yeah. Just but. a good, solid basis for life. All right. My first question is, Logan, yes. you're the only one who hasn't read this book previously until now. What What did you think about it? Like, did you like it? Or was it more like, okay, it's a book? No, I liked it. Um, yeah, apart from apart from his voice that I couldn't really focus on, I, <laughs> I thought there was a lot of good lessons in it. Definitely valuable and would recommend everyone. Yes, he does sound very similar to Kermit, as, <laughs> from what I've, from like people's descriptions of him. That's that's what they say. I haven't it seen did, much Kermit. Didn't register to me as Kermit either. No, I didn't. I didn't hear it that way. But I guess some people think he's kind of Kermity. But I could see the similarities for sure. But they they've got a totally different like voice. It's just like if you took an average person's voice that doesn't sound like Kermit the Frog, and then you take his voice. And put it next to it. It's like okay, he kind of sounds similar. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, I I quite like his voice because it's not like it's not like those books where you're normally learning about how to uh, actively pursue life, where it's just some manly man being all got to take it by the balls, you know? Yeah. No, it's some high voiced I don't want to clean my room you know <laughs> yeah. it's good stuff and from what he was saying in his book he was actually a scrawny kid who got bullied yeah so <laughs> and now he's a academic that gets bullied yeah, well, still scrawny as well but he does the bullying back it's, I was gonna say good. bullied is strong term with what it's more like a they try confrontation they try yeah <laughs> take it's shots but he's way too well guarded well prepared. They may take shots, but he's got the whole bottle in his hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So we'll uh, jump right into rule number one here. And that is stand up straight with your shoulders back. Like a lobster. Just like a lobster. <laughs> um, so he talks about lobsters in this book, and that's because their, isn't it, their neurochemistry is very Similar. Similar to humans. Antidepressants work on lobsters and they work on humans yeah. too. Pro, yeah, Prozac got... has the same effect on a lobster, a lobster as it would on a human. That's so cool. Basically, yeah. we've got serotonin we've got oxytocin, right? Mm -hmm. I think those were the two hormones. Um, and serotonin makes you, makes you more alpha, makes you more dominant, makes you willing to get up and try again. Whereas oxytocin, am I saying that right? Oxytocin? Thought, yeah, yeah, oxytocin. That's what I thought. I was thinking Oxycontin. I was like, no. Oxytocin. <laughs> that's yes. a drug. Yeah. Um, he does mention yeah. that. But that's Oxycontin. later. Yeah. yeah. With his daughter. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, oxytocin kind of makes you more submissive. You don't want to try again. Makes you a defeated person. Makes you a beta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yep. So basically, if you, if you want to be on the top of what he 
calls a dominant hierarchy or refers to as a dominant hierarchy, even though he corrects it later and says it's a competent hierarchy, um, which has to do with dominance. Well, he calls it a dominant hierarchy in terms of lobsters, but people, it's competence, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. lobsters aren't, like, competent. They don't do they work. <laughs> Mike Law bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of the same principle, though. I mean, if you have more competence than another human, you're kind of higher on the yeah. hierarchy scale. Yeah, yeah and that's the same principle, uh, but I think competence has more that goes into it than dominance. It's dominance definitely is more, stronger than you, but competence would be like, I can do more than you. It's more yeah. complex, for sure. Yeah, and, and humans more. have a dominance hierarchy as part of their competence hierarchy. Mm. That's what it seems like, whereas lobsters just dominance, and that's it. But I found, like what he said when, when I was listening to it again, he was saying, like, you know, nature, it, it, it's in different situations. Because, like, you can step into, like, one place, like, a, say, a workplace. Like, you know, if they worked in a construction, mm-hmm. there's a dominance hierarchy in there. But oh, if you take so somebody else who's dominant in another area and put it there, they're not going to be dominant anymore in that area. Yeah. You know what I mean? But so. there are people who, no matter where you put them, they have that competence. Yeah. And they will rise at or near the top of each place you place them. Yeah, with time and yeah, it's, that's that's the cool thing about humans is whether you're the strongest or not, you, you've got a good brain and that's not the only ranking in the world, you know. Much like much like lobsters, where or unlike lobsters, where they only go off of dominance. Yep, and and what it was shown in the book and the studies that it was going over is that um, a defeated person will tend to stay defeated. Mm-hmm. And a, a higher person on the dominance hierarchy will tend to stay there because that, that you know, the serotonin in their brain makes mm-hmm. them keep going. And is oxytocin, oxytocin the one that makes you, like, depressed? I don't know if it is in humans, the one that makes you depressed. Um, or is it just a lack of serotonin? I figured it was a lack of serotonin. Maybe there's some other things going because on. I thought, because that's... I thought that lobsters had serotonin and oxytocin. I don't know if humans have oxytocin, but I know we have serotonin. Oxytocin sounds familiar familiar enough. It's it's uh, widely used. Like, what's word. the tech guy say? <laughs> he says it, it mostly affects females. Um, it decreases your social motivation and can contribute to depression, okay. mostly in okay. females though, because they're more emotional and social than men. Right, right. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah at least would, I would think they have a lot socially. more hormonal swings, which would make sense why they produce more of it and are more prone to it, I guess. Mm. Either way. I don't know. Okay. I'm not an anatomy genius. A uh, more depressed person <laughs> continues to kind of have bad things spiral. happen to them. Yeah, they yeah. spiral. Once you get mm-hmm. in that realm, you spiral down. And that's the whole idea of holding your shoulders back is you look like you're ready to take on the day. Mm-hmm. You're ready to look, look like you can take off anything, take on anything, and that in turn, send signals to your brain that you are confident enough to do things. Yeah. Well, taking on anything could result in taking off anything. (laughs) (laughs) Depending how uh, competent you are in that realm. Yep. (laughs) But. Yeah, number one sounds a lot like face the world with your head held high, basically. Oh, yeah. Go into it willing to fight for you. as it were. Seize the day. That's exactly (laughs) what it is. Yeah. Peers will look up to you too, which will help you, uh, like keep on going. You know, even if it's, you're short. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of being the depressed person that nobody wants to be around. Yeah. I mean, humans flock to positive energy. Like, nobody mm-hmm. tries to go hang out with some mopey person. It's not fun. Some energy vampire. Yeah, know. exactly. <laughs> no, they go. On, they want to be around people that make them feel good. Mm-hmm. Got them bright eyes and bushy tails. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For all you, uh, uh, fuck boys. For lack of a better term. <laughs> That's the secret to getting chicks. <laughs> Don't be a mopey mope. <laughs> um, so stand up straight with your shoulders back. Keep that, keep that solar plexus expanded and it will, uh, bring, bring good vibes your way and good people. Um, on to rule number two, eh? Rule number yeah. two. As he would say, Mr. Peterson, eh? eh. <laughs> Canadian. He's Canadian, yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. yeah. so a professor in uh, Toronto, isn't it? Something He's like also that. taught at Harvard, too, though. No kidding. Really? Yeah, he says it in the book. He did some lectures over there. I don't know on what. Some uh, neurochemistry chemistry, something or other. I believe it. He's smart. Yeah. Has a wizard brain. That'd be so cool to have him on. Oh, dude. That'd be cool. <laughs> One I day. F- I would feel inferior. I'd be all, oh. <laughs> Daddy Peterson, teach me. <laughs> anyway, sidetrack. Um, on to rule number two. Treat yourself like you are someone you are responsible for helping. So this one is saying like someone will take better care of their dog than they take care of themselves, right? You make sure your dog has a good diet. You make sure they get all their meds, all their vaccines, all this jazz. But with yourself, if you have to do a diet, if you have to take pills, anything – you often end up slacking and not taking care of it. Yeah. You don't see it through. And it's very interesting the way he put it because the way I would put it is, yeah, most people get lazy. They don't want to see their dog suffer, but as far as themselves, they can put up with it and it's like whatever. Um, and I think people get lazy. The way he put it is, excuse me, even from the outset of humanity – with our with our very first written stories of we'll say Adam and Eve, you know our first moral teachings, as it were, um, we humans are the lesser in the universe, um, lesser than gods, as it were. And so the way he puts it is, because we are such miserable beings, um, full of suffering and meant to suffer on this earth, then it only makes sense that we forego these medications we forgo these diets um, when it comes to our own bodies but when it comes to someone else we'll take care of them till the till the sun turns blue you know so basically saying we're not worthy of our own exactly good treatment yeah i I love the way i love that chapter and the way he puts it you're like just attacks people you're such a pathetic (laughs) disgusting creature it's no wonder you don't take care of yourself you're terrible and why would you (laughs) you're a worm it's bad but it's relatable yeah i mean it's so true though but who yeah yeah, who looks in the mirror every day 100 percent confident 100 percent just like yeah i am the shit yeah you know people are like no i see my imperfection i know my imperfection and so why am i worth it because who knows your own sins and your just Vile actions, indiscretions, indiscretions, yeah, indiscretions yeah. better than yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so, and that's a trick of like deciding to love yourself enough and push past your past mm-hmm. to reach for something higher. I dare say this is, <clears throat> excuse me, 
I dare say something like this is also found in the Ten Commandments. Um, love thy neighbor as thyself, but I, I could say love thyself as you love thy neighbor. That's interesting. I like that. You know, for, for this one, it's very, very comparable, I dare say. Because um, if you're loving your neighbor like you love yourself, you're probably going to be insulting your neighbor all the time, and that's not conducive to a good relationship with them. So, um, yeah, love love yourself as you love thy neighbor. Even if it's just a, uh, you know, kind of a high and by kind of thing, at least you're not being mean to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So, treat yourself like you are someone you are responsible for helping. So, be Basi- kind to yeah. yourself. Basically, we, take care of yourself. Yeah, we talked about this in a whole episode. Yep. Self-care. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Put on your deodorant. Brush your teeth. It's good for you. <laughs> yes. Shower. Shower, Shower every yep. day. Get your working out in. Yes. If you need to, smile and wink at yourself in the mirror every morning. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Affirmations. Check yourself out. Do some, do some muscles. <laughs> Air guns. Just don't post it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you could. It's not possible. Possible, but you, oh, could. you could. But it's not about their love of you. It's about your love of you. So there you go. Exactly. If you post on Facebook, that's besides the point. It's not necessary. All right. Um, on to rule number three of 12 rules for life. Make friends with people who want the best for you. Energy vampires. We talked about this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they will suck your life away with no benefit. Yep. It's like, yeah. It's that girlfriend that's super needy, that's always depressed, that always needs you to, you know, give them... Or boyfriend. Affirmation. For or you boyfriend. lady yeah. listeners out there. Yeah, this isn't gender specific. <laughs> it, I mean, it's anyone, really. It's not just in, re- like, relationships. Oh, but, yeah. like, just anyone. Relationships who, are the easiest to. Yeah, relate to. Relate to it, yeah. The the way that he put it, too, about all the souls in the cauldron or whatever in the devil's wood. This was that ep- or that chapter, right? Yeah, where they're tearing yeah. each other yeah. down back yeah, into the, the, the communists. Yeah, pull each other back down, the Russians or whatever. Yeah, he put. Yeah, like that's accurate to the real world. Misery what, loves company. That's what crabs yeah. do too. You know, they'll one tries to climb out of the bucket, the rest will pull it down, trying to get out. So, very interesting. But I feel like I cut you off by accident, Zay. No, no, it's <laughs> okay, fine. Good. I was just kind of relating it to like a girlfriend or a boyfriend. That's just like you can tell they're unhealthy for the partner. That mm-hmm. one partner is doing most of the work. The other one's kind of just feeding off their energy, feeding off their money. Just, yeah, you know it goes on and on, and people stick with them. And it's like, don't be, don't be friends with those people. Mm-mm. It's not good for you. As much as you think you're helping them, yeah, you're not helping them. Mm-hmm. You are just destroying yourself. You're um, aiding and abetting them with their lack of drive for life. If they suddenly realize they don't have any friends to feed upon, then they're gonna have to do something about it. Sometimes, like the truth, or like, how am I trying to say this? Sometimes the punch in the face is better than the pillow. You know? Oh, if, yeah. If that analogy makes sense to anyone. Rip off the Band-Aid. Yeah. Get rid of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the truth rather than a white lie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Although, well, I'll have my, I do have my share of white lies that I tell. Just, just small things, though, you know? Who doesn't? 
Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, if we're talking 100% truth, uh, no, I, I don't. I don't believe even Abraham Lincoln didn't lie once. That's Oh, heck no. no. I don't believe that. He was a politician. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> here, here. <laughs> Pe- people uh, will rise to the occasion, though. Yeah, like, yeah. It, like if you tell them, yeah, you're, you're a fucking drain on society, bro. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, okay, then what do I need to do to be different? Do you mind if I use you as an example? It's not absolutely not a bad example. No, that's fine. So, for example, um, when we when we at, at at this group's inception earlier, oh, it was last year now. Uh-huh. What's up? Um, almost. We're gonna have to do first a one or second year. time. First or second time on our one year anniversary, we're gonna have to do a party or something. So not down. gonna lie. So it is our one year. Huh? When is it? April. April. Yeah. Mm-hmm. April. We decide when. April. Right. It might have been April twenty twenty is what I have on there. I don't have a date. Date doesn't really matter. Just no, April. Just April. Whatever. Perfect. Anyways, so as an example, um, on our upon our inception, our second inception, which is our first official start date. I kind of don't really count the first one. It was more of an experiment than anything. Yeah. This beta is, testing. This, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were still in the trial period. Um, when we first started that, we were trying to figure out who would be an accountant, who would be whatever job you know who would be social media things like that and i knew that zave had had some interesting times in the past financially right um we'll say more so than the rest of us um and so i was like you know what let's assign him to accountant because i want him to be able to rise to that occasion or die trying you know Mm -hmm. burn (laughs) he's either going to do it or he's going to burn fizzle out and quit so i'm i was very interested to see what you did with it because I also believe that you give someone a task they rise to the occasion or they decide not to and then you move on from them you don't you know don't waste your time essentially um so Zave's been freaking awesome as an accountant he's done nothing but fantastic he's done all the books great he's done all the um keeping track of each of our money's great all the monthly fees I mean it's been fantastic so gracious for that it's been it's been a good time (laughs) <laughs> really holding us together with that <laughs> holding the monies together oh yeah no i i agree and i feel like that's i don't know if it's it's the best route for everybody to get thrown in some people learn different but i i know for me if i'm like trying to learn something getting thrown into it immediately and having no choice but to do it that's yeah. the best way for me to learn Absolutely. Yeah. That's how it happened with my job any anything basically mm-hmm. that i get good at is just do it. Just start doing <laughs> just it. Do it. Nike. Yeah. <laughs> we're sponsors. <laughs> no, I don't like Nike. Not gonna lie. For but real? if we were sponsored by them, everybody okay. wears it's it. Comfy man. They are so nice. I Vans and did not like favorite. Nike until I tried it out and saw the quality behind the name. They just last so much longer. Yeah, when I wear yeah. Nike rather than other shoes, they do last longer. They don't make my feet stink, and they're way breathable. Those are all things I need for my job. So I also disliked Nike until I got them and I was like, okay, I'm going to try this out. See if there's actual hype behind this. I would invest in that company. Okay. At, at me personally. So, yes. Just for all you listeners out there, <laughs> just so you know, I'm not being paid by Nike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're not getting paid by anyone currently. Hey, 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 hey. Currently. We're getting paid by ourselves. Currently. Just <laughs> Our own goals are funding this thing. 
Yes. Been yeah. <laughs> it's been a good time. Um, speaking of that, a uh, little side note here. We are working on getting a eight-way microphone splitter and an eight-way um, headphone like headphone splitter. Yeah, that'll work. Um, just so we can have some guests on because right now our current splitters are maxed out with the four of us. Yeah. So it's it's not cheap equipment, but it has been so worth it to get the nicer equipment. We're also getting another mic, um, two more headsets, because mine decided to quit this time, um, <laughs> at least partially. And, yeah, just updating updating listeners. Anyway, yep. sorry about that. So make friends with people who want the best for you. I personally have known people, um, we'll say in elementary school, because I was an outstanding student I got tons of awards. I'm I'm not boasting here, but this is how, this is who I was. I was fantastic, and I would make friends with people who were not as successful as me, and I would feel bad every time I got an award because they would not get it. Um, so it was very very interesting to look back now. I didn't see it then. I just felt like it was I don't know me being humble or something, um, but current me would not have made friends with them in the first place because that is not my energy field. You know, that is not, that's not matching my vibrational, we'll call it wavelength in life. Um, so yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. This one's pretty straightforward. If you haven't heard about this one, it'd be pretty wild to surround people, surround yourself with people that want the best for you. Yeah. You are the culmination of the five closest friends to you. Pretty much. Yep. Show me your friends. I'll show you your future. Yeah, exactly. But as a group, we are changing our futures. Yeah. <laughs> Making it good. We have. Yeah. I mean, frick, we're killing it. So I'm loving it. And we're all we're all turning a new leaf. We've all got liquid cash now. We've all got. Anyway, I'm gonna stop boasting. That's for another podcast. <laughs> but we'll, More we'll talk about it. Than ever have. Same, like, considerably more than I've ever had. So, yeah, I'm loving it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that leads us perfectly into uh, number four, rule number four. Compare yourself with who you were yesterday, not who someone else is today. So, as one would say, we're blocking out the haters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. oh no yeah. oh, I went there okay <laughs> you stupid I didn't want to but I did I'm bending backwards here <laughs> um, and I'm not flexible <laughs> um, so pretty much we try to do this in every aspect of the Infinity Summit group where we're we're pushing hard to create our own destiny and not not compare ourselves to other people we're just blazing our own trails yeah and i would say what goes along with that is like what other people think of you as well matters nothing i i truly believe this let me know what you guys think about this but someone else's opinion of you is not your business it's their business yeah yep they can keep it to themselves i don't care well it's a reflection (laughs) of what they see bad about themselves that they're just going to take out on you yeah, that's yep. what I think. If it's a least. positive opinion or a negative opinion, you can choose to keep it to yourself or not. That is entirely up to you, and I have no obligation to take it to heart. Yep, so that's fantastic. Um, so that's yeah, that pretty much sums it up, huh? Yeah. 
I mean, it, it, even... it's easy to, though to see people on social media, especially nowadays, and be like, "Holy crap, they oh, have yeah. so much!" Oh my gosh, I've how are they nothing. traveling and yeah, being keeping so up, successful, keeping up with the Kardashians? Like, mm-hmm. ugh. and most of no, them, thank you. What I found is that most of them, the way that they make money, is by linking someone else to make money. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, I'm I'm making money with every referral I make to this other guy who's making money, who's also referring these other guys who make money. It's like, so where's the value creation here? I don't understand. <laughs> you talking about pyramid scheme? No, we're we're talking about um, social media influencers. You know, they travel, they take pictures, whatever. It's great. How do they make money? Oh, they link these other guys who are influencers, who link these other guys who are influencers. It's like. Okay, where's the, where's the creation here? Where's the value creation? Entertainment. And, yeah, exactly. That's that's their value creation, and it's I don't know. It just doesn't feel solid to me. Most of them are pretty women that yeah. take pictures in expensive places. That, yeah, that's kind of what it is. Yep, exactly. And uh, it's creating a whole new market with with OnlyFans and all that. I mean, I I personally know people who have gone. To OnlyFans. I, I do too. It's just like, okay. <laughs> I mean, if you make money selling your feet pics or whatever, great. <laughs> oh, that's rough. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I see it as it's like, it's fine, but I'm not going to date you. Oh, no. If you're doing yeah. that. I'm sorry. No, it's you. like, I don't know. It seems like an invasion a little bit, but a self-induced invasion. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. Anyways. Don't know. Yeah. Um, yes. People who make money as an influencer. Very interesting. Um, I'm not entirely 100% sure where their value creation comes from besides entertainment, besides being pretty pretty looking people in pretty looking places. Yep. You know, both men and women. It's very interesting. And I don't know, I don't even know what kind of market that would be. I guess they could call it inspiring, but really it just makes all the normal people feel like crap because they're not that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't know. I've never really been inspired by those. It's more just either. like, wow, I'm kind of sucky. <laughs> I get more inspired by a zero to a hero story, you know? Yeah. I like those from rags to riches. Yeah, or quotes or anything like that. So, yeah. But compare yourself. Don't listen to those Instagram influencers. Compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. And track your progress. Yes. And yeah. as... And as for myself, I know the person I was yesterday, we'll say yesteryear, um, has come a hell of a long way. So Just look at the goals of what you've done. Yeah, and what like you've accomplished. Like for the past six months or whatever. What we've all done, really. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, just in general yeah. for everybody. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, look at how far you've come. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And for the listeners out there, um, very... Good. If you start feeling a little down in life with where you're at, a very good um, tool that I've used is you create a list of goals for yourself. You create goals into the future, five, ten years. You create goals into the past that you've had, five, ten years. And you check off the ones that you've completed and things that you wanted to do that you've now done. And you'll, I can almost guarantee you'll feel heck of a lot better. Sure. It's it's way cool to see how far you've come based on what you used to be, because it's very hard to see in the moment your progression. Yep. So, anyway, on to rule number five. Um, do 
do not let your children do anything that makes you dislike them. We kind of got to go over this one a little quickly because none of us have kids. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I don't know much about this. I don't, I don't know much kids. about it, but basically what Papa Peterson's saying in this is that he essentially feels like if you dislike your kid, you're not have, you're not going to have a great relationship with them. Other kids will dislike them. And other kids will dislike them. Yeah. There, there's going to be an infinite uh, revenge game. That's what he's yeah. talking about. Yeah, because the parents parents will seethe onto that or seethe with whatever the kid did, and then they'll come back and have revenge on the kid without even realizing it, and it just turns into a uh, catch twenty two. Huh? You'll make it harder for them to make friends mm. and stuff by not yeah. properly like teaching them and socializing them and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they're not properly socialized by age four, four. wasn't it? Four, yeah, four. yeah, then pretty much they're doomed. <laughs> yeah. So I don't believe that completely, but that's where I, I disagree. I feel like people have a choice when they get older. Oh yeah, to notice everybody's but up, got enough up brain through power. their younger years. Then it it would be really hard for them to. Oh yeah, be sociable. Um, but once they once they become an adult and they can make their own choices, choose their own life, then it's yeah. up to them at that point. Exactly. Yeah, each man is his own creator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll shoot right past that one. Pretty self-explanatory. On to rule number six. Set your house in perfect order before you criticize the world. Now this one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this one's a Pandora's box, isn't it? Um, This sounds like the the airplane stuff, you know. Take care of yourself before you can take care of the other people. Yeah. Because you can't pass out before they do, you know. Yes, or or it sounds like uh, what's what's the one parable... I heard um, where there was some someone getting stoned or they were going to stone someone and Jesus was like, hey, he who hath no sin cast the first stone. That I, I truly believe there's some great moral lessons in religion and that's one of them that's just like, bam, yes. If you, and it has to do with judgment too. Judge not, lest ye be judged. It's like, <laughs> it's so cool to think about where your your judgment upon someone is essentially, we'll say, we'll say, we'll work upon the premise that each man is his own creator, okay? And so if you're judging another person, creating for another person, um, a judgment is generally negative. And so what you're creating for them is negativity. You are doing the closest thing one can get to putting a curse on someone without actively cursing them. <laughs> you know, um, it's a, I've, I've actually got a poem upon this very subject. So, Have we ever plugged your book? Maybe the first episode? Plugged my book? Oh, yeah, maybe we not. <laughs> we have? Oh, okay. I think we have. On the, when we talked about our goals. Intro, probably, then? Oh, or yeah. our accomplishments, yeah. Okay, good. Um, but we can do it again. Yeah, go ahead. No? Well, I, I'm going to read this poem. It seems so applicable. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. For those for those of you listeners who like poetry, you're welcome. For those of you who don't, then just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going to get it a little bit anyway. Plug your ears. Yeah, just plug your ears. Close your eyes. It's going to get r- <laughs> rough. All right, this this poem is titled Judgment. 
says, is it wrong that I say and I try to look into the future of someone else's life? And that's where that's that's talking about where you're you're actively judging them and putting that negative vibe towards them. Right. Um, So you're you're looking into their future and saying, oh, it's going to be negative from here on out in this respect Um, to impose upon them that which is my convoluted perception. Again, your judgment may or may not be a accurate description of them, depending how well you know them. So it is, it is simply your perception. Their life, their trial, their free will, made estranged by my thoughts and feel. Um, again, anything that they may, might, any perception they had of themselves um, will be convoluted by your judgments. Um, my mouth writing the script to their song, but I ask, is it wrong? I am but a man created in light. So how can I say things that give nothing but spite? Again, judgment is generally negative. It is not a <laughs> it's not a positive thing. <laughs> yeah, usually if it, the opposite, they'd say it's praise, not judgment. Praise or a compliment. Yeah, exactly. And here it gets a little wordy. The uh, the conception of my perception for their connection in this place should not create a deflection of attention away from their gaze. And that is a that is a difficult way of saying the idea of my thought of someone should not deflect the their attention away from their goals, their hopes and dreams, their positivity, right? Um, and their right by the Almighty to create that which they choose will not, cannot be decided by you. Basically, the... During this exploration of judgment that I had, the thought that I came to was, yeah, we have no right to judge. Not only not only do we have no right, but we actively have the right to not judge. <laughs> <laughs> very, yeah. So, very, very interesting. Apologize. Just definitely had to shout that out there because it's one of my favorites. Just mind your own freaking business, basically. Yeah. Your opinion is your opinion. It's your business. Sweet. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone's entitled to it. You don't have to act upon it. Yep. Amen. Here, here. Everybody's got skeletons bit. in their closet is basically what it's saying. Stop. Mm-hmm. Stop like judging other people before you take a good, hard look at yourself. Yeah, don't be looking at their rattling bones when you got bones rattling mm-hmm. in your closet. <laughs> yep. All right. Set your house in perfect order before you criticize the world. On to number seven. Pursue what is meaningful, not what is expedient. Thoughts on this one? So basically it's, what I get out of this This is uh, a little bit of delayed gratification and a lot of find what's meaningful, something meaningful for your life to pursue, even if it takes a long time. Because usually what's expedient, what takes, you know, super fast. So you get home, it's hard to, you know, get down and start working on a project that you want to accomplish, but it's easy to turn on the TV and start watching TV and zone out. It, you know, that that's expedient. That's what you want right mm-hmm. immediately now. It, you know, working may not what you want now, but it's meaningful for your future. Oh, yeah, definitely. Or, you know, saving, saving a couple bucks rather than buying a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's meaningful to save that money. Towards your future, 
um, towards towards even, even your savings, investing. It's it's all towards your future. And when I when I say future, I don't mean like yes, I'm suffering my entire life to have a couple years of good retirement. It's like no, you're saving to create a better future sooner. Each dollar you save and invest correctly, you're going to create that future sooner. So you don't have to struggle all of your life just to have a few years of retirement. And the expediency would be buying a burger. Yep. <laughs> so basically don't do instant gratification. Yeah, try to avoid instant gratification and do what is meaningful instead, you know. If you're if you're wanting to go eat a bunch of sugar, wanting to go rip a bowl of cereal, do some do some workouts instead. Or just decide to get water instead or a fruit, you know. Something to satisfy that craving that will be meaningful for your body in the long run. Not expedient and something that activates your reward center. <laughs> yeah. That that could kind of coincide with habit and addiction, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, habit and addiction have everything to do with expediency. <laughs> yeah. Instant gratification. Yeah. Just moderation in most things. Yes. Yep. As we established a couple times ago, <laughs> most things. Most. You don't want to moderately do meth. <laughs> Just if don't. If you were going to do it, though. Might as well be moderately, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I say if you're going to do it, it, go hard, bro. Yeah. <laughs> If you're gonna do the <laughs> put your hundred percent in everything you do. <laughs> Eat that whole bag. I don't know how you take meth, but <laughs> into the veins, right? Needle, right? I thought meth was uh, smoke you smoke meth. What do you ah, put in your veins? Heroin. 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 It's all the same to me. Sugar. <laughs> it's all the same. Only the names change, Guys. right? Yeah. <laughs> all and right. the high. Wouldn't know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know either. But I've heard after you, after you've had a heroin high, it's so addictive because you can't have a high anywhere near like ever again. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Because it releases close so much it. serotonin, you just can't do anything about it. Deadens everything else, and that's uh, in in today's society, um, heroin, sugar, and porn are probably the three most addictive substances in the world. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm. And two of those are legal. <laughs> <laughs> and two of those are normal. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Alcohol, too. It's yes. v- yeah. Alcohol I'd have to say that's... There. Yeah. That would definitely be up there in the most abused substances. Yeah. Although, if it's a substance, how do you, like use it responsibly <laughs> if it's an addictive substance i don't know it'd be very hard occasionally Ni- nicotine <laughs> yeah or like yeah. smoking tobacco with it's the also it's also up there but again again moderation in most things if it's something worth moderating yeah yeah otherwise get rid of it so and that's and because of that heroin thing, I have a hard time believing that sugar is more addictive than heroin, which is what I've heard. Although, as far as actual addiction addiction, I could believe it. As far as, like, the high it would give you, I wouldn't believe sugar would get anywhere close. Yeah, that's a tricky one. Cause oh, it does taste really good. It tastes good, but, like, honestly, I'm not into that, sh- like, sugar that much. Like, 
I don't even like candy anymore. Yeah. I, I like salt more, you know. I like chocolate sometimes. Ooh. Salt and vinegar chips. I way rather eat a bag My of chips favorite. than a bag of like Skittles. You yeah. can only eat a handful of Skittles though before your stomach hurts and you're like, Ugh. yeah, that's all. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> those mini M and M's though. Oh, those are <laughs> those are a different level, dude. <laughs> so, good. so good. I could throw those right in my veins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> and here we go straying again. That's okay. We're just we're just meandering. Yeah, we're meandering off the path. We're yes. smelling the flowers. Yes. Pursue what is meaningful, not what is expedient. Again, just to recap, don't go for the instant gratification. Try try doing some prolonged gratification, and it will better your future. Take the road less traveled. Yes, exactly. All right. Now, rule number eight is tell the truth, or at least don't lie. Here we go with those white lies, and the white lie is more of... You leave certain things out. You don't necessarily tell the whole truth. So it's technically not lying, but it's... It's misdirection. Yeah. It's falsehood by omission? Is that what it is? Yeah. I don't know what the, the first word is, because falsehood doesn't sound good. Like lie by omission or the, mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Yeah. And this one... This one lifts a lot of weight off one's shoulders when you don't, when you actively don't lie, um, especially when it comes to things that matter. You know, when you're, if you're lying all the time, then you have to lie more to cover up the lies. Yeah, it becomes such a burden upon someone. Whereas telling the truth, I mean, you say it once and it's done. You don't yeah. have to worry about it. It might be painful for a minute, and it might get you in trouble to tell the truth, but yeah, it's always better in the end because then you're not stuck in a pit of lies, lies trying to dig your way out with yeah. a shovel that's, shovel that's just digging yourself deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And plus, people aren't going to trust you if you lie all the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and trust is the main glue that holds people together. Like, and one of the hardest things to get back once you've lost it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's the truth. I saw sad pi- silence. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a picture of a broken glass, and it said, "Lies are like this glass. Like you can break it, and then once you put it together, it might be together, but it's not never going to look the same." You yeah. Know? If you glue it back together, it's never going to look the same because you broke it once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell the truth, <laughs> or at least don't lie, um, or just don't say anything. Yeah, just shut up. <laughs> just yeah. Shut your mouth. Be quiet. I plead the fifth. Yes, least said, easiest mended. Yes. Yeah. Gosh. Yep. I like that. Be a man of few words, even though I am not. <laughs> I'm a man of too many words sometimes. Fact, fun little fact for you. I would get in trouble in elementary school all the time for talking. <laughs> like, that was my only flaw as an elementary student, I guess, was my teachers, every time we, they met with my parents, he talks so much every time. So it's a good time. Got in trouble for it a lot. School is oppression. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's another podcast. Yep. We will talk about it too. I know it. Oh, we'll talk about it. I have too many strong feelings against the school <laughs> system to not. <laughs> yeah, that, that <laughs> would be aggressive. 
PG thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. So on to rule number nine. Assume that the person you are listening to might know something you don't. This has gotten me more connections than probably any other rule out there. We talked about this too and how to win friends and influence people. This mm-hmm. is one of the rules yeah. that he says. Yeah, so that means you got to know it's good. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, it's in several different books. Yeah. Because <clears throat> everybody really does know something you don't. Yeah. About something. Likely many somethings. Many somethings. <laughs> Even if it's only about themselves. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, people could teach you a lot. It's, it's cool being able to network with people. And you ask questions. You ask the deep questions. One of my favorites is, what religion do you belong to? And they'll answer, and then I say, why? That's a cool one. Pete, people always freeze up on that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Always, uh, Wait, what? Or I've asked someone, jumped that. in the middle of a conversation, because I was kind of listening, and I wasn't talking much, and then I said, do you believe in God? And he, he threw him off so good, it was awesome. Or I'll ask him... I'll just ask them about their past or about who they are. I'll be like, so who are you being recently? And mm-hmm. they'll just get way thrown off. It's so fun. I love it. An interesting one that I ask, like I make a point to ask most people when I ask them or start talking to somebody is what books they read. Oh, what yeah. What books are their favorite books? I always, I always ask them, do you listen or do you read books? And then I ask them what ones. Mostly it's fantasy. Sometimes I get someone who's doing some self-improvement something. It's fun. Mm. But if it's fantasy, I usually go down a different path with them (laughs) after that. (laughs) Change the subject. Yeah, not that fantasy's bad, but you don't don't learn much besides um, moral moral stories, which are great. But Mm -hmm. most people don't read them for the moral. They read them for the escape from real life. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Whoa. (laughs) Sorry, my mic's on fire. There's too much fire coming out here. <laughs> little, little Hiram is. He played the listening game real good. Um, over the weekend when we're all hanging out, he would ask your brother uh, Bruce one question, then Bruce would just go off, and then Hiram would sit there with his legs crossed, <laughs> just listening. Then he'd stop, ask another question, and be on for another 15 minutes. You're all, Hiram. I know what you're doing. <laughs> you sneaky boy. Love but he's that. good at it. It's, it's actually cool. a really good way to get to know people because people love to talk about themselves. Yep. They yeah, they really do. So if yeah, you ask fantastic. them questions about themselves, they won't stop. Yeah, that's the that's the secret of life right there. Yeah, summed up. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the secret to figuring out people. Yeah. Ask them questions yep. about themselves. Yep. But but not just like, how are you now? <laughs> yeah. Good, good news. <laughs> not dumb questions. What's your favorite color? No, ask them open-ended questions. Like, why did you decide to move out? <laughs> you know? Um, because I decided... I'm just no, I am moving out, though, officially. So. Oh, are you officially? Yeah, I thought okay. about what Thank you yeah. said, and I thought about my brain, and I was like, yeah, I got, I've got to move out. Yep. Okay, yep. where are you going? <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, I don't know yet. Haven't found a place. But just leaving. We're done. Getting out. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Anyway, let's get back to the Good. podcast. That's Good a for you. Heck talk. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. <clears throat> Um. Yes. Do what. Do what is meaningful, safe, not expedient. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Though it may cost you more, it will be more meaningful. Amen. 
Okay, throw myself right in the pit of chaos. Yeah, that's what he likes. <laughs> just a toe in order, and then the rest of you in chaos. One foot in each, right? Yeah, that's what he says, but I prefer to ride that line hard. <laughs> <laughs> if I was on a skateboard, I'd be grinding that line. I'm kind of on the side of chaos. Like, <laughs> Hanging on. Order. <laughs> Take a sip. <laughs> it's a good time. I'll yeah. I'll go from extreme order to just leaping into chaos. <laughs> like a fish. Oh, yeah. I'm like a dolphin, dude. <laughs> Yin and yang, baby. Swimming in that yeah. pool. Uh, it's fun. It's actually crazy when you read this book. Like, yin and yang starts to, like, be make more, more meaningful yeah. and make more sense than just the symbol that everybody throws on everything. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like the way that Avatar The Last Airbender portrayed them. Oh, the fish? Two fish swimming back and forth, and they each had a part of each other in themselves. It was just, I don't know, something about the that the show. Tide. Yeah, that, that show is really good. just one of the top. <laughs> if you have not seen it, please do. Probably the good one. One of the best anime series ever created. It's yep. very good. You know what else is? One Punch! <laughs> yeah, it's a very good one as well. I love One Punch. <laughs> but not because of the good moral lessons in it, just because it's comedy hilarious yeah it's very well animated too it's a pretty it's pretty it is it is very pretty attack on titan i love too yes well that one's just violent violent, that one's very intense but i liked it a lot um anyway assume that the person you're listening to might know something you don't try to learn something new every day not only try to learn something new every day but try to learn something new every day from another human yes yes like from their mouth this is for you antisocial people Yes, all you introverts. From one introvert to another. <laughs> Speak to people. <laughs> Use your lips. Are you an introvert anymore? Can you even call yourself so that? So hard, dude. Still? So hard. Hmm. All right. Yeah, this is probably the most I talk like all week. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, someone's got some some talking to do. I don't know. That's <laughs> another talk. I see, I see. We'll talk, we'll about, talk about introverts later. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, on to rule 10, be precise in your speech. We actually made a goal um, as a group for this, and that was to get rid of unconscious swear words in our vocabulary. We all started with this goal, and then some of us have since stopped doing this goal. Um, I mean, most of us have stopped doing it because yeah. it's not too hard anymore. For me, it's not an issue anymore. Yeah, exactly. And it was one for me that I didn't really see as an issue as an issue or or not even that is just like it wasn't meaningful for me i didn't get anything out of it besides the be precise in your speech yeah and that's that's what it was for for me was to expand my vocabulary because swearing for me had become a filler word become like um become like like a like like. the you know (laughs) just da 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 (laughs) the grinch uh yeah, I still do that one <laughs> too much, but less than I less than I used to, eh? Oh, okay. hey, huh? oh. <laughs> sneaky! We can get some maple syrup for you and a please a plaid. I love maple syrup on my spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I've not tried that yet, but I haven't either. maybe one day it looks I will. terrible. I'll just, pass. I'll just make the elf spaghetti. Just throw some M and M's or whatever candy. in there. <laughs> Eat it with my hands. It'd probably be good. Rip some pop tarts on there. Spaghetti would not be good. That would not. I be think good. it would be pretty so. good if you That'd didn't add anything salty. So it was plain noodles. You're doing only sweet stuff. It might be pretty fun with maple syrup. It'd be good. Yeah, I think it's so sweet. It would be very odd. Someone try it and let us know. Once I'm off the diet, I'll try yeah, it. listeners, why don't you go ahead and try it? Let us know. I don't want it. <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah, I'm terrified. That is not the chaos I want. <laughs> so the the point of, like I said, the point of not swearing unconsciously was to expand my vocabulary and to get rid of those filler swear words for me. So yeah. that that has been very beneficial. I gained a lot from that one. And I have since not had an issue with it. I mean, we we did that one since the very beginning, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. That was the, part of the first, first On Inception, that was one of the first rules, wasn't it? One of the yeah. first goals we made as a group. That was fun. Um, we should probably revisit that. That would be interesting to look at, see what we've accomplished, see where we've gone. Another yeah. time. Another meeting. <laughs> Another time. Maybe we'll hit that up in the next meeting. Um, but, yes, be precise in your speech. Expand your vocabulary. Make sure your words aren't wasted. Yes, and I would say, you know, this kind of goes along with rule eight as well. It's like be precise in what you believe as well. Like if you're, yeah, because you know when you're talking, some people do this is to where they're talking to another person and they'll disagree with the other person, but because they want the other person to like them, they'll agree with what they're saying and be like, oh, oh yeah, I totally like that. Or you see the guys in shows where a girl's like, oh, I love this place. And they're like, oh yeah, I love that place too. And they've yeah. never been there. It's like. You're just lying, and you're not being precise because mm-hmm. it's inaccurate. Yep. You know, know what you're going to say, form, format it in a way that's easily understood, and get your point across straight. I struggle with this a lot. I have a very hard time speaking, but, you know. Uh, I think you're doing pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Try yeah. to say it in the least words possible while sounding coherent and competent. Yeah. Articulating. Good at articulating. Yes. Yeah. Be articulate. Thank you, Jess. Can't be all Noah hungry. <laughs> Noah won't feed. <laughs> it might be precise, but you won't expand your vocabulary, and you'll just you'll not be articulate. You'll sound dumb. And know what you're talking about before you start talking about it. Yes. Although you can have an opinion. Well, no, no. <laughs> no I'll tell you with that one. Yes, definitely know what you're talking about, and it's impossible to know everything. About what you're talking about, right? Right, but if so I so you could always be proven wrong. Just or make an whatever. educated guess if you're gonna, you know. But if not, I start talking guess, about just... like football, I have no clue anything about it, and I start being like, "This is what happens. This is what happens." Go yeah. Patriots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. So, so <laughs> in that case, in that case, what you might be able to do is be like, is just talk about what you do know about football. Yeah, exactly. People get tackled. You know, people get tackled, and there's a ball. And there's broken bones sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Not often. I'd say more in Cause it's basketball. I'd bet people get more hurt in basketball. Jesse would know. He's, he's watched the most sports out of us, I think. I would think because football everyone's used to getting knocked around in basketball. Not so much. So when they get knocked down and around, they're not ready they're for it. And they're huge. The they are, they are the harder they yes, fall. Yes, seven per- foot person hitting their head on the floor is a far drop. <laughs> oh. But, yeah, they're just not used to falling like a football player would be, so they might take it wrong. Kind of. Yeah. That's fair. I can see that. 
<clears throat> so be precise in your speech and at least have an idea of what you're talking about. Do not spit falsities. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's Don't lie. <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs> Don't lie when you know you know nothing. Um, okay. On to rule 11. Do not bother children when they are skateboarding. One of my favorites. Me too. Let kids explore. <laughs> that's what that's what this one is, right? Let kids explore and be dangerous and yeah. live their life basically. It's basically don't like shelter your kids so much that they can't go experience crap, you know? Yeah. Sometimes a broken arm is a good thing. Sometimes, you know, those kids that do crazy crap like let them do it, you know. They're more, yeah, like what you said, exploring your boundaries and your limits, and mm-hmm. seeing the extent of what you're capable of doing. Well, you you need to let kids do it anyways, because once they get older, they're gonna quote quote rebel, yeah, and do it a lot more or a lot worse. Instead of yeah, letting them learn from a young age, like yeah, go touch the stove or whatever, not inspire them to. Yeah, but, but like, they touch the stove, then they it. learn don't touch the stove; it's hot. Yeah, stuff like that. No. So yeah. <laughs> Nails that one pretty Don't good. Don't bother when they're skateboarding. Yeah, let them do crazy shows, even if you're, like, cringing, like, why would you do that, man? <laughs> or, like, people running up to the, uh, the edge of a cliff. That one gets me every time I get butterflies. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> Who's out there doing that? What the? All, yeah, all my sisters and brothers, dude, they, they don't care. They're like eight years old. They'll just be like, oh, a cliff that could definitely kill me if I fall off of it. <laughs> all the way up to the edge. Stops on the edge. Like, I'd walk <laughs> on like, But I certainly wouldn't run. <laughs> yeah. That's As a kid, was. I was so cautious. I'd be like crawling to the edge on Cautious? You and Noah used to eat freaking <laughs> rare flowers. <laughs> hey, we don't need to talk about us. Cautious, though. We did a lot of stuff. We almost burned down the house. <laughs> it was a good time. It was a good time. That's all I can say. Let me skateboard, okay? Yeah. (laughs) Skateboard, Dad. It's not just a phase. (laughs) So, essentially, just let your kids be explorative. Let them get hurt sometimes. You know, they have to experience the world to become tough. Mm -hmm. But don't be one of those parents that's entirely not there and just be like, Oh yeah, these kids will get tough. I'm gonna name my kids Sue. You know, yeah. Just let him boy let him go Sue. fight all the time. It, it's but, tricky. Yeah, it'd be a, it'd be an interesting balance, and I'm excited for when I get to put that in, into practice yeah. myself. Well, and at the start of the book, I don't even know why he didn't mention this after, but he said, "Do you want your kid to be safe, or do you want him to be strong?" Yeah, yeah. That's. It's a good one because safety is weakness in this world. It is. And that's everyone right now. What yeah. I what I would say is like my freedom is more important than your fear. That's that's what it is. Who says that or the quote here, some frickety freaking here. They say <laughs> <Right>? uh those <laughs> yeah. who desire what safety over freedom deserve neither neither, neither. yeah. Yes. Was that Benjamin Frank? That's what I was going to say. That's what I think, but I, I, I don't know. Each other's sandwiches. <laughs> um, That's not the full quote, though. It's actually way better, but you know. <laughs> yeah, those those who would sacrifice their freedom um, in return for safety deserve neither, essentially. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah. Deserve neither safety nor freedom. Back. That was it, right? I feel like there's something missing in there. All right, I'm going to look it up. There's, there's a little know. part in there that I swear it doesn't have. It's, hmm. Awkward silence. 
It's all right. We got this. Hold on just, one second. I, I can sing. Kay. You guys want me to sing? Yes, please. <laughs> Here we go. So here's the quote, the official quote. Those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. Yeah. So you got it, basically. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Again, here, here. Slap your canes on the ground, you know? <laughs> Stomp your feet. All right. R- so. Respect for your kids go along with this quite well, too. Like, mm-hmm. oh. I don't know. You respect your kids. Kids going to respect you back. You're going to have a good relationship. But if not, then it's uh, going to be a contentious household. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard for me to speak on any parenting because I, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm building up a whole thing of the way I want to parent my kid, but I'm like, me too. I don't know if that's I the right way. I haven't done it yet. Yeah, exactly. It's like you have no clue until you actually try it. Yep. Yeah. I haven't stayed up for a week in a row with a kid that just won't sleep, you know? Uh, I'm excited uh, for that, actually. Yeah. Not going to lie. Like, I know it's going to be rough to have a kid, but I'm so excited to have kids. Me too. I want to. Very. Um, so do not bother children when they are skateboarding. Let them experience the world in a manner sufficient to strengthen them. Mm-hmm. I like that. Amen. Um, and on to the twelfth and final rule: pet a cat when you encounter one on the street. And doesn't he say, or a dog if you're so inclined? Something yeah. like that. Something like that. I don't remember the whole reasoning to this one. That it was it a was. while, and it's the one where I, I'm like at the end of the book, so. Marty, like, okay, it got most of it. Just never remember this to one. To me, like, take little joys when you can. Yeah, that's kind of what it was. Just, just experience, experience the moment, experience little, little wins, as it were. Yeah. Just say, the, catting, this, this is the one that he was talking about his daughter with, right? I think so. About yeah. his daughter when she would get better at some point and then go back to her low points or whatever. Yeah, yeah and her, his daughter um, experienced, wasn't it rheumatoid arthritis or something like that? I don't think it was rheumatoid. I don't remember. But it was, it was some called. sort of like juvenile arthritis. Juvenile yeah. arthritis. All of her joints okay. are all messed up. There's a lot of, yeah. She was in a lot of pain, essentially. Um, she got, they tried a lot of different things. They tried a lot of different drugs. Um, he talks about all of her addictions to those and how how much it messed with her childhood. Um, and he gets rather emotional in this section of the book, which I think is freaking fantastic. I don't like a book where it's just read flat, you know. Um, I love love the emotion in one's voice. So he does get rather emotional in this chapter, and it was pretty pretty touching to see that the small wins made everything worth it. So in, enjoy those small moments. You know, you you pet that cat when it comes up to you, because uh, you may or may not get that chance again, kind of thing. Looks like we nailed him. Yeah. Killed yeah. it. Feels pretty wow. good. <laughs> I actually love how when he talks about, like, talking to people and them sharing their stories with him, he'll get, like, get really emotional, emotional about oh, it. Oh, yeah. You can it's tell awesome. it's, like, so serious for him. Yeah, it's his it's his ultimate passion in life, and he's freaking loving. It, it's not a – he's entirely humble about it, too, but he has such a profound impact, and it's touching for him to see that in the world. Yeah. That he himself is having an impact. It's like seeing the flower actually like start to bloom. Yeah, after, after you've, you've planted taken all these yeah. seeds. Yes, he's found his personal legend. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. Dad, it, Jesse. Savage. That was a good one. That was a reference to The Alchemist. That was a couple podcasts ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. For those of you who do not know, that was a 
Good one, Jess. <laughs> I, like, I liked that book a lot. That's a really Continue good one. to like it. I, I read it probably three or four times a year. Mm-hmm. It's good. Same with this one. This book actually right here, 12 for Rules for Life, has honestly, I could say, changed my life a couple times. Every time I read it, it sets me on a whole different path. Yeah. I'm like, whoo, yeah, I need that again. Yep. It's it's good stuff. I read it. I've read this one three or four times, and every time it's just it's fantastic. It's fantastic, yes. All right. All right. So as far as our next book, uh, for the listeners out there, we are doing The Creature, Creature from Jekyll Island by, what was his name again? Oh, I guess that one sec. Something Griffith. Howard C. Griffith, I think, wasn't it? That doesn't sound right. All right, that wasn't right. Ignore that. <laughs> it might be right. I don't know. <laughs> well, let's see. G. Edward Griffin. G. Edward Griffin. There you go. Well, oh, we'll put a link to Creature from Jekyll Island. Um, and we'll be talking about that one in two podcasts. Um, in the meantime, we are working on getting some more guests on here. And we're going to be just having more podcasts going. Yeah. <laughs> the journey never stops. Nay. Every Monday, and we're uh, it's very fun forming this habit because every every Monday, if we don't do the podcast on Monday, it throws me right the heck off for the week. It's weird, mm. it feels odd because it's such an enjoyable time. It's great to see everyone. It's great to well add our add our little bit of value to the world, hopefully, and go from there. But yeah. um, like, subscribe. Um, comment, share. Comment, yes, share. We are on Patreon. Please subscribe to that. It'd be fantastic. You will get our podcasts quicker. You will get them unedited, as well as our meetings. Should you subscribe to the higher tiers, and you can get exclusive Infinity Summit Group merch. Yep. Heck so yeah. Let us know what you guys think. Um, please email us if you have any questions or concerns, and we'll uh, see you guys next week. Bye. Peace out.